Thanks for having me on, Oliver. All right, let's start with the General Motors thing. I can't wrap my head around this. They can't make one of the flagship cars. <laughs> I'm shocked the stock is as stable as it is right now. Is this not a big deal? It's a huge deal. You know, the Chevy Bolt represents one of the most highly considered vehicles within its segment. And the fact that they're having trouble with it and had to stop production is, is a big deal. So in terms of the expectations from here, what do we know? Like, uh, what are we learning from this? Do we chalk it up to supply chain issues or the problems that they had with the battery? Well, I know GM is is you know certainly saying that this is a battery-related issue. I know they did some software updates and it didn't have the effect that they wanted. And now they're saying that it's likely the battery that's causing the problems. So, uh, you know, it, it's hard to say exactly what it is, but I think they've made the right move by pausing production to figure out what it is. It's too important of a vehicle and too important of a segment to really take many chances at this point. So the other production lines in Michigan that uh, uh, some of them uh, are, have slowed down, some of them have been uh, idled at this point in North America. So it, that's there's two separate things are going on, right? There's a battery issue with the GM that, with the Bolt they got to figure out, and then there's just general kind of macroeconomic issues they and everyone else is dealing with. Absolutely, yeah. There's a lot of things going on right now, and it's certainly a bad time with the chip shortage, <laughs> and that's putting a lot of pressure on the industry. And then you have challenges like this, where you know there's um, issues with with batteries and ramping up production for for new vehicles that are being released. It's it's a challenging time for the industry for sure. Meanwhile, Ford just keeps uh, uh, putting more money into the F-150 project. Uh, they're adding jobs as well for their electric trucks. So it seems like uh, there is a pretty stark difference there. Uh, should the operability of a company in this moment be telling about their ability to compete long term? I mean, we've been hearing about how these uh, transitory short term supply things are going to go away. It doesn't seem like they are. Like, should this be part of our decision making process as investors right now? Who does this the best? I think so. Yeah, I think so. I, you know, certainly this is something we've been uh, facing for a period of time now, and manufacturers have had an opportunity to make some resolution or certainly make course correction. And those that are handling this best are in a, a good position to weather this storm, and I think this is a storm that we're going to see for the foreseeable future. And as you mentioned, you know, Ford has a lot riding on the introduction of their F-150 Lightning. That's an important product for them and their their EV strategy. So it's uh, it's good to see the production ramping up. Uh, now, Brent, with that said, uh, production ramping up, if uh, everything kind of normalizes, everybody's got their version of whatever it is they're working on right now six months from, from here available, maybe by end of year when they start running some of those uh, discounts. Uh, after the holiday season, who's best positioned right now in terms of the way you guys look at these uh, uh, vehicles, just from you know, a vehicle perspective? Uh, I know it depends on whether we're talking sedan or truck, but like what's going to be the hottest one? What's threading the needle perfect for what consumers want right now? Well, I think right now the important thing is that no one's unscathed from the chip shortage. So okay. everyone's facing the same level of pressure. I don't think anyone has any singular advantage in that space. What we do see, though, is a still a very high level of interest for premium vehicles. You're, certainly prices are rising rapidly for the, the average price of a, a, vehicle, a new vehicle. And, and those who are capable and willing to pay, uh, you know, there's certainly that demand. So the manufacturers that are selling premium products, those are still going to resonate with consumers.
Okay. Now, as far as what's going to get all the attention, who's going to control the buzz? I mean, Tesla's had their cards out for a while now. Uh, so unless the Cybertruck uh, lands in time to compete with the F-150 or the others, what's going to be taking all the news flow? What are people going to be talking about, tweeting about the hot car for 2022? Well, certainly electric. Uh, electric is dominating the, uh, the the media right now, and, and it will continue to do so for the foreseeable future. I think one of those products that's really going to capture a lot of buzz, you just mentioned, that's the Ford F-150 Lightning. It's a segment that sells very well. Americans love pickup trucks. They love SUVs. So as we start to see electrified versions of those vehicles that consumers like, that's what's going to create the buzz. You know, the Rivian pickup truck, the F-150 Lightning pickup truck, those types of products are the ones that I think are gonna create the most amount of buzz. You know, Tesla has certainly, you know, captured the, the mind and attention of people with its electric vehicles. But now you're starting to see a lot new pro lot of new products coming from manufacturers that are really hitting sweet spots. Okay, uh, Brent, uh, lastly, some of these smaller automakers, I'm thinking about like a Lucid, for example, uh, the news flow there and the imagery coming out of that business in particular looks pretty sweet. Uh, uh, one of the analysts was talking about how this is uh, the, the, basically like the Ferrari here for electric vehicles. Uh, should the uh, major players, including Tesla, be worried about some of these up and comers? They should. I think you know the news that we saw with uh, Lucid's range, um, you know, topping 500 miles, you know, the EPA official rating for the range. I think is really substantial, and it's something that uh, the rest of the industry will certainly take notice. You know, it's it's uh, it's raised the bar, and it's going to uh, increase consumer expectations for the range from vehicles that they consider and ultimately purchase. So I think everyone should take notice when they see a, a substantial. Uh, entrant like that.